in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, January 9th. So we're already into week two of the new year of 20, uh, 2019. So I hope everyone's year is off to a great start. And for this episode, we're going to be talking Center County Reads. The uh, 2019 selection is Vulture, The Private Life of an Unloved Bird. It's by Penn State alum Katie Fallon. And in the book, uh, Katie writes about the turkey vulture um, as an overlooked and underappreciated uh, species that plays an extremely important role in our ecosystem. And sort of a travelogue, um, looking at the history of the vul- of vulture, how it's been seen uh, in society, and uh, her experiences uh, uh, studying the bird. And Katie will be visiting on Thursday, April 4th at the Nittany Lion Inn, and we'll be talking about that later. But before then, there are just a a slew of events happening in book discussion groups, um, as there always is with Center County Reads. This is the 16th year for Center County Reads. It started in 2003 with To Kill a Mockingbird. And lately, the books, we've been able to have author visits, including last year, uh, we had State College native uh, Sunil Yapa come in and for um, uh, his book, Your Heart is a Muscle the Size of a, of a Fist, was last year's Center County Reads selection. And so, uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of community involvement. It's around Center County. Uh, the, the libraries, the Center County libraries get involved. The school districts get involved. Uh, Penn State, with its uh, Mary E. Rowling reading series, is involved with it. Uh, and this year, because of the topic with Vulture, with Katie Fallon, uh, you have Millbrook Marsh Nature Center event happening there, uh, Shavers Creek event happening there. Just so much going on with, with this book this year. Uh, so look for the brochure at the library or check out the website, centercountyreads.org. Uh, but until then, uh, this, I have a discussion with the head of adult services at SCLO, uh, Maria Burchill, and we talk about Center County Reads, about specifically about Vulture, but also about the program in general, how it's changed, um, and the importance of having a community event like this and the community gathering around uh, one book. So hope you enjoy my conversation with Maria, who's been on the podcast a few times, and uh, as we get uh, ready and give a little preview of Center County Reads. Center County Reads for 2019, and this one community, one read thing has been happening about 20 years now. I think it started in 98 in Seattle and around here since 03. Um, I guess, Maria, what, what's your opinion why that it's an important program to have, why communities enjoy it, what, you know, and how it's taken off here? Yeah, well, I think... Um the reason why it's so important in communities is that, you know, reading inspires empathy in people. And so 
when we all choose to read the same book, not only do we um, increase those empathy skills, but we also have an opportunity to talk about the same topic. Mm, um, and have you noticed, um, this is the 15th or 16th one, any books that have been part of the Center County Reads ones that have really uh, grabbed the, att- I mean, the all, attention? I mean, all, all of them seem to be good, but I mean, any particular ones you were... You remember? Well, you know, each each book inspires a different kind of discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had the Mary Roach here and we talked about her book, Packing for Mars, we really, I think, had a, a breadth of discussion that I haven't seen since. Um, and I'm hoping that this book, Vulture, will, will do something similar. But as I said, each year you, you have a different discussion. Mm-hmm. Um in Packing for Mars, we talked about the future. We talked about what life might be like if we had to live on another planet. And then, you know, a couple years later, we talked um, about Liar Temptress, Soldier Spy, and that was the Civil War. And we focused on women's roles then in that time period and what then do women, where do women lie, right, in the other eras of war and even today so i mean the the topics are different the discussions are different Mm -hmm. but that's what makes it so cool yeah i guess that gets to um how books are selected i think the first book was to kill mockingbird which is obviously a classic Mm -hmm. and then lately um more modern books um last year uh sunil yapa's book and Mm -hmm. and this year vulture and some of the ones you mentioned um how are books uh, selected for the program yeah, I mean, we have a committee, and uh, you know, we take a little break after the, the author event that we usually have sometime between March and April, and then sometime in June or July, we get back together, and we start talking about the books that we've read over the past year, the books that have inspired us even just throughout our lifetime, and um, you know, we consider uh, living authors, we consider authors who have, who are, you know, no longer with us, but um, I think there's a special appeal when an author is here and can talk to the community. Yeah. And also it's the second year where the person sort of has a connection to the community. Mm-hmm. Sunil is obviously a state college uh, native, state out of grad, um, and Katie Fallon, the author of Vulture, is a Penn State alum. Is that a little bit more special for the community to read a book that, that from someone who knows the area and knows this region pretty I well. I think yeah. it inspires yeah. a different kind of discussion. Yeah. You know, I think it really um, helps people invest a little bit more in in the book or in the topic. Certainly there's an immediacy mm-hmm. to a book that's been written by somebody who knows the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessary, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, right, it's yeah, great, it's, like, yeah. it's great. But, I, you know, is that going to happen next year? Yeah. You know, I yeah. can't say. What uh, I guess what went into the decision for Vulture because it's obviously a bit of an unusual book I guess for yeah. people to pick up and read. It's not you know, but, but an unusual topic I guess I should say. But yeah, what went into yeah? Who wants to read yeah, out of exactly. Vulture? Right? Yeah. Well, um, we had discussed a lot of different options, many different books, and um, we're fortunate to partner with the English department on campus and their Mary Rowling series. Um, lecture series, and they are were bringing Katie to the area, and we we looked at this book, and you know it's just a very readable story. It's kind of a travel log in some ways, but it's also a glimpse into Katie's feelings about this 
bird. And I mean, we have a kind of avid avian uh, enthusiasts here in in, uh, in the area, and we thought, wow, you know, the vulture is not a bird that we often consider. Right? I mean, I don't think I've ever even observed one, <laughs> yeah. or if I have, I wouldn't know right. that I was looking at one. Mm-hmm. Um, and in reading the book, you, you can really tell that she has a deep regard mm-hmm. for, for this bird. Yeah. yeah, and you see, I mean, when you think vulture, you know, how it's portrayed in like sort of, especially like animated movies, and oh, like yeah. think of all, and even and call, yeah, and, yeah, and conniving, yeah, and calling and, someone a vulture isn't really a compliment, right, obviously. Exactly. But yeah, Katie puts a interesting spin, I guess, on how we should view this bird. Yeah, yeah so. she places the the bird not only in sort of its in in the ecosystem and its job sort of within our ecosystem, but it all she also places it it culturally and historically um, in a way that I haven't seen done with mm-hmm. other birds. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe it has been, but I was just enthralled. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that the vulture ha- has been around since the Pleistocene era, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. it, it saw mammoths. Yeah. It hung out with the saber tooth, <laughs> right? I mean, like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, now... Katie's visiting mm-hmm. April 4th, which, and when, I guess when you do have an author visit, that's the culmination, but right. a lot of programs and events happening before then. Are there uh, some you want to highlight, some of the things that'll be happening? Uh, oh, me, of course, we've got the book discussion yeah. groups, mm-hmm. but I definitely wanna, want to highlight Millbrook Marsh, the bird, wa- uh, the bird watch that we're going to be doing in the morning with them. Mm-hmm. Shavers Creek is going to... Uh, open up their new facility, which is a great opportunity for people in the area to see it if they haven't yet. And I hear that they're going to be working on acquiring <laughs> culture so that we can see the bird up close. Mm-hmm. So I think those would be great. And of course, the writing contests and the author roundtable up mm-hmm. on campuses, or yeah, will be great too. Yeah, and they sort of it sort of kicks off um, end of January with the screening of winged migration mm-hmm. both here, both at SCLO and at. Um, on January 29th in Center County Library in Belfont on uh, right. February 1st. So. At SCLO, we'll have the movie and snacks. And yeah, at Center so, County, yeah. they'll have the discussion. Yes. Yeah, so. um, and that, I guess that brings up, you know, you mentioned Shavers Creek, Millbrook Marsh, that Center County Reads has really, it's a part, you, you get together, you partner with a lot of great organizations in the community. Um, and if you want to talk about your history with that and how you've, you know, like you mentioned, the ones on campus and stuff, yeah. and, and being and just collaborating with other people in the community on a, on this event. Yeah. So whenever we choose a new book, the topic tends to lend itself to new partners. Mm-hmm. Um, you, a couple years ago, I mentioned Liar Tempter Soldier Spy. We we were able to partner with the Civil War Center on campus to um, bring about you know new and different events for the community. This year, we get to partner with um, our uh, our sister agency mm-hmm. over there at Millbrook Marsh and um, and the in Shavers Creek uh, Sustainability Institute mm-hmm. recently came on board as a member of the committee. We've got um, the Center for Global Studies now on board too as members of the committee. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like every year, we kind of have new people come in and some people go off, and it, you know, it's it's yeah. great because it, there's just no end of Topics. Right, that's great. Um, it, 
um, since Vulture was announced, uh, have you noted? Have you heard from patrons what they think about the book, or are curious about the book if they haven't read it yet, or I any reactions? Any feedback ready? about the about people having read the book yet? We're mm. still waiting for our copies, but they're coming. <laughs> um, the uh, the announcement on social media was mm. really well received. Mm. I know, as I said, you know, we've got a, a really large community mm-hmm. that enjoys bird watching and mm-hmm. so I think that they'll they'll get behind this book they mm-hmm. seem to be enthusiastic about it mm-hmm. um and I borrow yeah. I guess the, the ecosystem our environment too with, you mm-hmm. mentioned here in Millwork Marsh so the, it seems like the this community takes pride in how it responds to the environment here yeah, yeah. so that should be good and also um I know they're not here yet, but people should also look for the brochures that have Center County Reads. Mm-hmm. All the events will be listed. In all the, the events so, will yeah. be listed there. They can yeah. go to centercountyreads.org, too, for yeah. the full the full lineup. Yep, yeah. and, and the contest you mentioned, and I think that's in mid-March when mm-hmm. submissions are due. So. Yep, and there's and, an under-18 uh, yep. category. Yeah. <laughs> for our, our young expi- younger aspiring, aspiring writers. Authors, there yeah. you go. Well, thank you, Maria, and we're looking forward to a great Center County Reads this year and uh, Katie Found's visit on April 4th. Thanks, David. So 2019 will be the year of the vulture for Center County Reads, uh, Vulture by Katie Fallon, and uh, hopefully you get a chance to read that, get take part in some of the events, the book discussions, all that information is at centercountyreads.org, um, and then there will be brochures at Sklo Library for you to pick up that has all the information on the book discussions, the uh, um, events, and then obviously Katie's, <clears throat> Katie's visit April 4th at the Nittany Lion Inn. Um, and it all starts January 29th. Events start January 29th with a SCLO showing the documentary Winged Migration. Some other events uh, before then uh, of, uh, around the library. Um, coming up this weekend on Sunday, January 13th, the Children's Department's having a Welcome 2019 event from 2 to 4 p.m. Party hats, uh, resolutions, magic wands. Uh, and then also the Children's Department on Friday, January 18th, so next week, they'll be having another round of free vision screenings. Uh, this is a great partnership with uh, Nittany Eye Associates uh, from 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. on January 18th in our children's activity room. Uh, ch- if you want to uh, get your uh, child uh, uh, vision tested, it's a first-come, first-served basis. So that's from 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. on January 18th. In our community room on Thursday, January 17th, uh, Water Wisdom. Uh, this is a pop-up program that has happened a few times uh, with the Penn State's College of Information Sciences and Technology. Uh, they're talking about water data they're finding in the community. Uh, Dr. Jack uh, Carroll hosts it. He, t- he talks with local groups, water quality in s- the Spring Creek watershed. Uh, that's from 3 to 5 p.m. on Thursday, January 17th, the next pop-up program on water wisdom Uh, a couple of of ongoing or um, we'll be starting soon sort of contests or um, events whatever Uh, the children's department's having has having their write and illustrate your own book contest uh, submissions you can enter the uh, your submission now that that started january 2nd and that continues on until march march 12th 
And then starting January 27th, teens and adults can enter the uh, register for winter the winter reading program. This is a new SCLO program. Similar to summer reading, you can go on Quest, you set your goals, and you get tickets for prizes and uh, or be entered in for prizes, uh, gift cards to restaurants and all that. So it's a new program. Hopefully uh, teens and adults will enjoy it. It's for anyone 12 years old and up and older. Again, you can start registering on Sunday, January 27th, and that goes to the end of March. So set your reading goals, and it's a good time to be reading since uh, if the weather uh, gets gets a little uh, dicey and stuff, you can be inside uh, reading books and, um, and registering them on the winter reading program. And all the information's on the website, sclolibrary.org, social, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The January-February e-newsletter went out. If you haven't received it and would like to get it, uh, like, get on the list, contact someone in patron services. And then, so until next time, next week's podcast episode, we hope to see you at Slow Library.